So on Monday night, Tucker Carlson said that the NSA, a whistleblower, tipped him off that the NSA is reading his emails uh, to try to figure out where he's going next, what's going to be happening. People immediately started, you know, saying that he wears a tinfoil hat. I don't know how you don't have the default position that... Of course, the United States government is doing that. Of course, they are. Um, I mean, yeah, sure. They they weren't monitoring uh, in, in eavesdropping on Donald Trump and his campaign. Remember that? No, 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 we're not. Then we found out, uh, yes, you are. Well, we did it under a FISA court. Yeah, but the FBI uh, had somebody in their midst that knowingly changed that uh that uh, evidence from a positive to a negative so you lied to the fisa court about it and then you did nothing to this guy oh you gave him a suspension oh well that's sure gonna help strengthen that first amendment and the right to privacy oh my gosh now the nsa has responded i have the response to tucker from monday night from the nsa and I have somebody who I think knows a thing or two about this. Cheryl Atkinson. She joins us in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Sandra lives in Minnesota. She writes in about her experience with Relief Factor. She says, I've been hearing about Relief Factor now for a couple of years on your radio program. Decided to finally try it uh, because nothing was helping with my constant lower back pain. The result was... I experienced great relief when I started taking Relief Factor. I honestly doubted that it would help. But with the three-week quick start being available, I decided, what do I have to lose? I'm so glad I did. I feel like a new person. Thank you so much for recommending it. Sandra, I am so glad that you have that lower back pain uh, gone through Relief Factor. You want to get rid of the rest of that lower pain. Uh, Move away from Minnesota. I'm just saying Uh, 70% of the people who try relief factor go on to order more and they've done it. This, this quick start trial, because if you take it for three weeks, you'll notice your pain being relieved at some degree or another. If it's working, then order and start, start really taking it and take it every day as directed. If it's not working at all in three weeks, it's most likely not going to work for you. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384. The odds are in your favor. It's relieffactor.com, 800-500-8384. We have the audio of Tucker. So on Monday night, here's what Tucker Carlson said on his program. But it's not just political protesters the government is spying on. Yesterday, we heard from a whistleblower within the U.S. government who reached out to warn us that the NSA, the National Security Agency, is monitoring our electronic communications and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. Now, that's a shocking claim, and ordinarily we'd be skeptical of it. It's illegal for the NSA to spy on American citizens. It's a crime. It's not a third world country. Things like that should not happen in America. But unfortunately, they do happen, and in this case, they did happen. The whistleblower, who is in a position to know, repeated back to us information about a story that we are working on 
that could have only come directly from my texts and emails. There's no other possible source for that information, period. The NSA captured that information without our knowledge and did it for political reasons. The Biden administration is spying on us. We have confirmed that. This morning we filed a FOIA request, a Freedom of Information Act request, asking for all information that the NSA and other agencies have gathered about this show. We did it mostly as a formality. We've also contacted the press office at both NSA and the FBI. We don't expect to hear much back. That's the way that usually goes. Only Congress can force transparency on the intelligence agencies, and they should do that immediately. Spying on opposition journalists is incompatible with democracy. If they are doing it to us, and again, they are definitely doing it to us, they are almost certainly doing it to others. This is scary, and we need to stop it right away. Uh, now, the NSA has responded on June 28, 2021. Tucker Carlson alleged the National Security Agency has been monitoring our electronic communication and is planning to leak them in an attempt to take this show off the air. This allegation is untrue. Now, listen to this. Tucker Carlson has never been an intelligence target of the agency, and the NSA has never had any plans to try to take his program off the air. NSA has a foreign intelligence mission. We target foreign powers to generate insights on foreign activities that could harm the United States with limited exceptions, uh, e.g. an emergency. NSA may not target a U.S. citizen without a court order that explicitly authorizes targeting. Somebody who knows an awful lot about this is Cheryl Atkinson, who has been spied on um, herself by the United States government, investigative reporter and host of Full Measure with Cheryl Atkinson and also the author of Slanted. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? Hey, Glenn. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I, I don't know how people come to this leaning Toward the NSA. I mean, everything that has happened recently, and quite honestly, if you want to be a free people, you shouldn't give the benefit of the doubt right away to the government on something like this. What do you think is happening? You know, I've, yeah, I've tracked the proven instances. These are just the ones that have been reported publicly through documentation you know, pre, actually for decades, but starting in the 2009 time period, we know the government was proven to have spied on members of Congress, their staff, journalists. We know that intelligence officials gave false information on these questions when they testified to Congress. So again, like you say, the default position should be, we know this is being done and has been done. And if they can prove otherwise or are upfront and forthright with their information, perhaps we could listen to that, but they never are. Yeah. Um, they, um, we, we know that they have the ability to, uh, capture all communications in the United States. We know that they do capture all communications, but they say it's just on the, the meta level. Um, however, uh, if you're wanting to target somebody, it's not that hard to do it. And the NSA says, unless it's an emergency, well, if the United States government is convinced that the largest insurrection ever to happen since the Civil War was January 6th, and that came from Trump supporters, and Trump supporters watch and listen to me, Tucker Carlson, you, well, then doesn't that 
doesn't that qualify in some twisted way to a, a dirty government that, yeah, they have the right to spy or to read emails and texts? Of course. Excuse me, I'm sneezing. Of course they do. You know, they will find a way to justify whether they believe it or don't believe it. They can find a way to put down on paper the necessity, at least make the argument that this is something that they must do and they're authorized to do for national security. But because it's done in secret and through the FISA court where we usually never know what the justification is that's presented and we're never meant to know, we can't say whether they did it properly. We can't tell whether they manufactured information like they did against Carter Page, the Trump associate, to spy on him. Um, but I would say, Glenn, you know, I've been talking about this for years since I got the forensic proof that it happened to me. Without them ever being stopped and nobody being held accountable, of course we can expect more of the same. There's been no change, no deviation from the path of illegally and improperly spying on people. And in my case, you know, I learned through courts, I still have a case pending, but through a lot of court action over the years, I learned that government officials enjoy a great deal of immunity from their crimes or acts that they commit or oversee while in office. Congress would have to change the law to actually hold them accountable for some of these surveillance abuses. And none of that's been done. It is truly terrifying when you when you <clears throat> when you think and read, <clears throat> excuse me, what the president, the White House at WhiteHouse.gov has just put out <clears throat> on the way that they're going to attack domestic terror. They openly say they're going to be working with high tech to find those people who are insurrectionists extremists but also all those that they may have infected or affected uh and who the leaders are well all you have to do is define things a little differently than the average american which we're learning new definitions of everything right now so it's it's really uh more likely than possible uh when you see that and nobody is reacting how do we save freedom? Well, it's a good question, and that's the problem with this crisis and confidence that's been created in our institutions and our law enforcement and our intelligence agencies. So many people think there are double standards, political motivations, that you know, it would be one thing if a trusted agency announced they were legitimately looking at these things. But we see through recent efforts in history and context that too often they are not and that they're violating laws and policies to do the things that they're doing. So there's this great sense of this feeling of hopelessness and even chaos, I think, among those who would like to believe that there's a sense of law and fairness and that our intelligence community and law enforcement officials are going to be doing things fairly. But I, I think a lot of people know that that's not been the case. You have, um, you know, we've had Soros's people and everybody else. I mean, I have people going through my garbage, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they have done a good job of smearing me. Can you, can you describe to the American people the difference between what's happened to me and then what's happened to you or could happen to Tucker if the United States government is doing it? 
Well, the United States government, as you know, has every tool at their disposal, every advanced form of technology, access through the telephone companies, which they have been requiring to cooperate with them since prior to 2001 on collecting different kinds of surveillance. I did a story that surprised me at the time on the former head of Quest, which is a phone company back in the day that Mm-hmm. He said that they were all, all these phone companies already had dark contracts prior to 2001 from our intelligence agency worth hundreds of millions of dollars to collect information. And he said that in 2001, prior to the terrorist attacks, by the way, he was brought into a SCIF because they would have these meetings, a SCIF, a secure facility. He would have meetings with intelligence officials. And for the first time, they asked him to do something, he said, on U.S. soil, collecting customer information for them that he said was clearly unconstitutional and illegal. This is, again, 2001, prior to the 9-11 attacks. And when he refused to do it, the other phone companies, he said, went along. Not only did they cancel their super valuable dark contracts with the company, suddenly he found himself charged by the federal government with insider trading, and he went to prison for a time. So I, I think this is a really dangerous thing. The government has these tools and this, potential, I would call it blackmail material at their disposal. And then I would also point out to your listeners, Glenn, it's not just one operation, somebody that goes through an NSA database improperly, or FBI agents that turn in false information for a wiretap. There are many operations we now know about, including in my case, some of the spying that was done on me was done through a rogue team out of the Baltimore U.S. Attorney's Office under Rod Rosenstein. And we know that from a former federal agent involved, as well as the forensics. So there's all kinds of teams, dark groups, rogue operations that could be doing different aspects of this kind of spying and all connected to the government. Give me some hope. What is being done to I mean, I've had I've had congressmen and senators come to me and say that they have been uh, they've received veiled threats uh, from the intelligence community when they're in small groups uh, people have come in and said we have some information uh, that uh, some of your colleagues and you may be in this room uh, are working uh, with foreign governments and we just want you to know for your protection uh, we are uh, we're monitoring things but uh uh, just know that we're on it. And they they received that as a threat. One of them said, are, are you telling us you're monitoring all of our communications? And the response was, I'm I'm not at liberty to say one way or another. And they took that as a threat, whether they're following through with that or not. Uh, they they were members of Congress that truly believe that they are being watched and listened to. And when you have that kind of a system against you, you have no chance of of doing the right thing, you know, in Congress and standing for the people. You don't you don't stand a chance. Well, let me tell you a couple of incidents that have been documented. We know that in 2009 that the intel community, the NSA, secretly recorded and listened in on Democrat Congresswoman Jane Harmon because somebody ultimately leaked her name to the press as well as some recordings. Same thing happened to Dennis Kucinich, a congressman, another Democrat. This happens to both parties. This is not something that's isolated to one over time. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a fact. And then I was told some years back by a staffer for a top member of the Senate 
kind of similar to what you're saying, that they were called in, these staffers, by Intel officials and told, we're going to be looking at your phone records. Again, this is something people kind of accept now in a way, I think, which they shouldn't. This is stunning that our intelligence agencies would be listening in on members of Congress and their staff. This is something that should never happen. And the staffer told me they were just stunned to be told that this was going to happen. And I said, well, did anybody in the meeting, any of these congressional staffers speak up and tell these intelligence people not to do it? And he said, no. And I said, why not? He said, we were afraid we would look guilty of something if we did, because supposedly Hmm. the intelligence officials were looking for leaks to the press or something. So nobody wanted to say no for fear of looking guilty. And, and this was years ago. I think they've been doing that ever since, and we're probably doing that prior to that and collecting all kinds of information that, yes, could conceivably be used against members of Congress and their staff. Cheryl Atkinson, if you have not uh, seen her investigative uh, work recently, uh, make sure you follow Full Measure. Uh, it comes out once a week, and it is really good. Also, her books are tremendous. Her latest is Slanted. Uh, you can find her at CherylAtkinson.com. That's CherylAtkinson.com. Or you can follow her on Twitter at Cheryl Atkinson. Thank you so much, Cheryl. Appreciate it. God bless. Thanks. Take care. So last week, the Fed finally admitted that they were wrong about inflation. Hmm. Make sure to listen to my program. Maybe spared them some embarrassment. Also, the reverse repo overnight lending market this is something that it's complex you don't really need to know all of it except uh when the banks don't have enough to cover you know any kind of shortage overnight they have to borrow money and it used to be a shameful thing you know i need i need uh, 25 million dollars well it's not a shameful thing anymore and the banks are saying we can't cover all of our all of our you know bets if you will overnight if something goes wrong so they now uh the fed is just uh, giving them money it is now eclipsing 1 trillion dollars a night every single night that's not a good sign if you're paying attention i urge you please call goldline and find out how precious metals can protect you from volatility i i i'm not exactly a fan of the banks i'm not a fan of uh of cash money right now i just anyway goldline call goldline they're giving away free silver with their popular graded five dollar liberty coins these are the ones that i buy they're the gold coins and i buy them for their historic value um, but I also buy I also buy them for a hedge against insanity with every box of 20 gold five dollar liberties acquired. You will also receive 20 of the famous mind your business silver bars at no additional cost. Don't hesitate. They're waiting to hear from you right now. 866 Goldline 866 Goldline or Goldline dot com. Ten seconds station ID. So what do you think of this NSA stuff, Stu, with Tucker Carlson? I think I'm sort of with you in that we're probably on the same story arc here, in that 
if you would have asked me this 15 years ago, I would have thought he was just making it up or that he was uh, mm-hmm. hyper uh, paranoid, right? It, going through, you know, not only, uh, you know, the stuff that we've gone through over the past, uh, you know, couple decades now, but also in, you know, when you look at the Snowden stuff, when you look at all of these leaks that have come out, they have so much more access to your information than we ever would have imagined. Even if they're not specifically targeting Tucker Carlson um, in the way that he's alleging, they scoop up so much information that they surely have access to it. And it only takes one rogue employee to to, uh, to yeah. go through that and, and, and try to maximize the political impact. Yeah, it may not have come from the NSA top, but uh, a rogue employee or a group of people are like, we got to stop this guy. Um, they, I believe that absolutely could happen and is happening. And, and there's a chance it is happening from the top. I mean, you know, we now find out that Julian Assange, one of the witnesses, lied for the FBI. What's next? You know, what won't they do? All right. If you need a snack. Uh, you can reach for a piece of fruit. We've got bananas. We have we have apples. We have oranges. I don't want one. Jeez, carrot mongers and these people that are forcing rabbit food down our throats. I would like something sweet and not so natural. Well, I can't help you on the not so natural thing, but I can give you the sweet. Built bars taste like candy bars. They do. And that's because the people at Built Bar, they start with taste first. Protein bars, we got to make something healthy. Well, <laughs> Built Bar starts out, we've got to make something that tastes good and is good for you. Protein bars, the Built Bar figured out early on, when you create a healthy snack, flavor comes first, and that's what they have done. It's great. Plus, it's low-calorie, low-carb, high-protein, high-fiber, nine amazing flavors. Check them out now. Built.com. Have a snack that you'll actually enjoy. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15 and save 15% on your next order. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. It's a new Glenn TV and a new Studios America tonight. Tonight, the Wednesday night special. The facts you need to know about the left's urgent green takeover of American life. You'll kind of feel the effects of it if you're traveling anywhere and you're driving there. Uh, These are the highest gas prices we have had in seven years, and they're only going up from here. The White House is working overtime on the great reset of energy. But there are some dirty secrets and some very inconvenient truths about the green agenda to save the world. And we will show you what they are and what your future looks like. You know, right now in California... Um, they are they're driving to have 100 percent zero carbon power by 2045. They already can't meet their own demand for electricity. They've banned the sale of gas vehicles by 2035. Um, the electric vehicles. Where is that electric electricity coming from? The magic box in the wall. It's magic. It energizes my car and my blender and all my lights. Yeah, that's probably coming from a coal fire plant someplace, dummy. Anyway, they're planning on shutting down the last nuclear power plant in four years. 
that plant can, uh, uh, produces 10% of California's electricity. But it's going to be fine because we got the magic uh, box in the wall. You just plug it in, and that's all that has to happen to you. You're already play- paying about three times more than the average in America if you live in California. And what is happening there is coming to the rest of the country. We'll give you all that information tonight at 9 on my Wednesday night special only on Blaze TV. There's also another um, another show. Elijah uh, is doing a show. And is that posted yet? Is that up? With uh, with Alex uh, Jones, I almost said Alex Trebek. Very different people. It's happening on this Sunday. Is that right? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, he he went to uh, he went to Alex Jones' studio and had a conversation with him. Well, I'm not a fan of Alex Jones. He's not really a fan of mine. Um, but. The Blaze believes that you should hear a diverse range of voices. Um, and uh, so uh, Elijah went out and uh, interviewed uh, Alex Jones. And apparently I came up in the conversation. Is that right, Stu? <laughs> I guess so. Yes. Which is I, 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 neither of us no. have heard the full clip. So I don't know what this is about. But but listen to this. You know, I would love nothing more than to see Glenn Beck, who, who does a great job literally fully energized with hatred for the new world order endowed with the power to crush Satan. And I'm ready to invoke. (laughs) I'm ready to bring him into the club and give him lightning from Zeus. If you really (laughs) wanted to give Glenn Beck. It's like Unicron gives, gives, gives Megatron the power to become Galvatron. I am ready to literally give Glenn Beck a new body and troops. I to am command. so confused. I'm used to I'm used to recording out of a broom closet. This this set is no, so no, no, complex. No, no, no. I don't know what to do. I'm ready to give Glenn Beck a new body and troops to command. <laughs> I I don't even know. I don't know what any of that means. I I don't know what. Any well, of I means. am looking for a new body, but. Uh, you know, I'm I'm hoping that the magic pill will come and make me in shape because I refuse to do exercise or eat right. So, mm. um, but I don't think Alex is the guy to give me the new body. Yeah, I don't and know. The if troops. Guys... I'm not really looking for the troops. I feel <laughs> I'm not like... really one to command troops. It's not a good idea. I feel like <laughs> if there was a, a body switch movie made with you and Alex Jones, it would be pretty uneventful. I'd just be like, yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of look the same. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, Stu. I appreciate it. Um, May I ask, speaking of another Jones, um, may I ask, Stu, did the Me Too movement get all the bad guys? I mean, I think we've gotten to the point where all of the bad guys must be out now. Unless because you happen to be on the left. Then there's plenty of them left. But uh, the, they did not necessarily. Well, are there plenty of them? Because they're now looking at Indiana Jones, a fictional character <laughs> in a fictional movie that uh, I guess through the fiction uh you know first made it with what what was her name karen allen uh what was her name in the in the first movie anyway remember she's there and she's drinking the mongols or whoever you know drinking them under the table and she says uh oh and he walks in indiana jones you hurt me you took my childhood you knew you were doing wrong and yet you did it yeah we have this we Mm -hmm. have the clip here we have the clip of this oh Oh, we do oh play it play it 
Indiana Jones. Always knew someday you'd come walking back through my door. I never doubted that. Something made it inevitable. So what are you doing here in Nepal? I need one of the pieces your father collected. I learned to hate you in the last 10 years. I never meant to hurt you. I was a child. I was in love. It was wrong and you knew it. You knew what you were doing. Now I do. This is my place. Get out. Mohan, Temigaru, Bolianu. I did what I did. You don't have to be happy about it, but maybe we can help each other out now. Hmm. Wait. Hmm. Wait a minute. What? What happened? Wait. I- well, Karen <laughs> Allen has come out <laughs> and uh, she said that... She she wasn't pedophilia, but she was 16 <laughs> as Marion, not not as Karen, mm-hmm. uh, but as Marion. She was 16 and Indiana Jones was 26. And we all know that's wrong. And yet it was in the movie anyway. And it's uh, it shows how how sexist we still are, because nobody said, wait a minute. Yeah. How old was she? <laughs> Uh, and by the uh, way, she seems so, to be cool about that. Like she's like, it wasn't pedophilia. She's blo- there's a controversy brewing about the fact that this fictional character was too young for whatever interaction Indy had with her back in the day. And she's saying like, look, that's a dumb way to look at this. I mean, she does seem to be appropriately blowing it off, but it is a an actual controversy online that this yeah. is this was this should not have been among in there. people. Among people whose skin is probably being just uh, becoming one with their couch. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, those people are probably upset. I mean, they have nothing else to do but look at a fictional character. By the way, it was said in the 1930s. In the 1930s, it was not unusual mm. for kids to get married and older guys to marry kids. It wasn't unusual back in the 1930s, unless you're looking at a fictional 1930s where that wasn't happening. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, yeah. I will say this. Yeah. I will say this about, about this controversy. Mm-hmm. I never noticed it watching the movie. I never put together that he he was saying essentially that they were together when she was very young like it was just like a you know she's it was it didn't seem to be inappropriate at all however glenn there's no way they make that movie with that line in it today there's no there absolutely no chance that no, would be in there you know according to the transcripts on when they were writing it um george lucas said uh, uh let's see lawrence kasdan one of the writers said I, i'd like it if they already had a relationship at one point because then you don't have to build it lucas said i was thinking this old guy could have been uh it could have been his mentor he would have known this little girl when she was just a kid had an affair maybe when she was 11 just george lucas uh, Kazan said, and he was 42. <laughs> Lucas said, well, he hasn't seen her in 12 years. Now she's 22. Uh, and it's a real strange relationship. She'd be- Spielberg pipes in. She'd better be older than 22. <laughs> Lucas. Okay. Okay. He's 35. And he knew her 10 years ago when he was 25 and she was 12. I don't know what's Wait, going on what? with Lucas. Uh, he is. Um, Lucas says it'd be amusing to make her slightly younger at the time. Spielberg says, and promiscuous. She came on to him. 
Lucas, okay, how about 15? That's right on the edge. I mean, (laughs) what is happening here? (laughs) The the villain here is Lucas. I mean, how about we make her eight? And he was 71. (laughs) Who funded this money? Jeffrey Epstein? I don't understand. (laughs) It's crazy. Wait. uh, It's crazy. There's something to this, though, in that, like, the, the standards have changed, right? Where, like... You go back to the 80s, and there's just multiple songs about hooking up with 17-year-olds that were popular. Like, it was just the thing that, that you're bands 16, sang about. You're 16, you're beautiful, and you're mine. Right? Ringo Straw. Yeah, Ringo Starr. Uh, She's Only 17 by, by Winger. Um, Stray Cats did uh, She's by Sexy Winger. and She's 17. Like, I, this was a thing. <laughs> Can I can I just remind you that Jerry Lee Lewis had his career destroyed, not because he he married somebody who I think was 14 or 15, um, but because she was also his first cousin. That's the thing that we don't marry cousins here. It wasn't that you're an old man. She's like 12. What are you doing? No, no, no. It was that they were cousins. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it seems like both are good reasons not to to marry someone. It's just a <laughs> no, general rule of thumb, I, I suppose. Uh, yeah, but well, I think no. I, I think this is the this is the death knell of the Me Too uh, uh, movement. I think we've caught we've caught all we caught everybody. <laughs> now we're down to fictional characters. We've caught everybody. Once you get to fictional characters who are actually somewhat within the the standards of the 1930s. Uh, you're probably yeah. past the, the utility yeah. of your movement. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, um, the response from the Federalist that came out yesterday uh, that that wrote to the NFL, Dear NFL, if football is queer, why haven't you signed Megan Rapino? I think is the mm. best response I've read to the NFL. Don't tempt that them. football is weird. No, please don't tempt them. <laughs> they will oh, do it. Please do it. Please do it. All right. In a war- world full of grillers, the Rectech owner is king. Welcome to the 21st century where your grill can be smarter than you are. <laughs> where smart grill technology. You know what's funny is this has smart grill technology. So when it comes to cooking food, it is smarter than me. Uh, but when you come to Cuomo, I think his regular dumb grill is just that hunk of metal that's all rusted over and still has uh, pieces of burnt hamburger on it. I think it's smarter than me. Hey, what? Anyway, smart technology ensures that whatever meal you throw at the Rectech, it's going to come out perfect and delicious. Where stainless steel reigns supreme, your Rectech stands sturdy and sleek, beautifully designed by the type of people who take grilling seriously. This will change the outcome of your dinner if you are a griller, because it is smarter than you are with the smart technology. Find it. Find it right now at Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. A-B compare against the best grill you can find elsewhere. You will settle with a Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Um, we welcome you to the show. I'm uh, taking vacation uh, for uh, the next few days and into next week. Um, I guess we 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 couldn't find anybody good to fill in, so Stu and Pat will be 
Thank filling you. in for me. Uh, wow. Thank you for that vote welcome. of confidence, Glenn. I, yeah, I appreciate well, it. you know, mm-hmm. it's just the way I roll. So good luck and don't hold it against me. I mean, <laughs> good. God, man, I can't keep doing this every day. <laughs> Somebody with much less talent has to come in from time to time. Yes, that's very true. So you have a vacation coming up and part of this vacation. Are you doing the car show thing on the vacation? Yeah, I saw so you I'm, post uh, a picture on Instagram. Yeah, there's this. Yeah, it's uh, it's the car that I hope will you know get me and some of my conservative friends over a border someday if we <laughs> if we have to. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, I'm doing this car show because my son and I we we want to start doing you know car shows, and I got this this car that my father and I made a model of when I was probably seven years old, and I've always thought this is just a beautiful car. Um, it's a race car from the 1930s, uh, and it's a boat tail. It's just, it's beautiful. And I called Jay Leno and got his advice. And I was like, Jay, what do you think? You know, I, I'm not you. I can't make, I don't have a team of people that can fix it. And he's like, uh, well, let me start here. Are you going to drive it? Or are you going to sit it in a garage? And I'm like, no, I, I want to drive it. And he's like, okay, will you share it or are you going to keep it to yourself? And I'm like, no, I mean, I, are you going to come and get me and beat me up if I, you know, what does he think you're going to be a hostile driver? What does he, what does he think you're going to do yeah, with it? I know. No, he, he just believes that old cars should be driven and old cars should be shared because they're so cool. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thrilled that I can share this. Otherwise, Jay Leno will come and hurt me, I think. <laughs> um, but, uh, it is uh it's where i'm going to be in logan utah this weekend thursday friday saturday at the cash valley uh, the cash yeah cash valley cruise in uh there's like <laughs> 17,000 people come to it and they you know people have their cars and all kinds of different cars and i'm i'm really excited i love rafe and i have gone to car shows and i love the fact that everybody is equal and everybody is just fascinated with cars. Some people know a lot about them. Some people know nothing. And yet there's hmm. there's no class division. They were not talking politics, nothing. It's just about the cars now, and I've, history. I I've love it. seen the picture of your car. When you say everyone's equal, everyone has one of those? Because lo- that looks to be quite a, a rare and, and, and impressive automobile. I'm surprised to hear that everyone there has one. How I didn't say everyone would exactly? have the same. Well, some <laughs> might have a car that is more equal than others. Right. Animal Farm. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm fortunate. This is the only one of these cars in the Western Hemisphere. There's only two of them uh, in existence. And it, it is, it's amazing. But I honestly, I go up to other cars where people have taken, this was a barn find. Same thing mm-hmm. with their car. You got an old Mustang, I'm in love with it. An old Cadillac that you read done, I'm in love with it. That's what I mean. We're all just, we're car freaks. And I blame Jay Leno, honey, for all the money we're spending. I blame (laughs) Jay Leno. (laughs) 